Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. A happy Veterans Day to you. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And a happy birthday to me, since we're recording this on Tuesday night, which is my birthday. No, no, no. So this is the Tony's birthday slash election day special. Election Election day. Day. Veterans (laughs) Day special. You know what I'm sorry. I'm I'm drunk on frosting. (laughs) You don't even have frosting today. That you're aware of. Is it today? Is it Veterans Day or is it your birthday? Because Veterans Day is my favorite day of the year. Why is it your favorite day of the year? Because it's the day after your birthday and you can stop talking about it. But it is still a part of my birthday week. <laughs> oh, your birthday month? Yes, and my birthday month. Right. Yes. All right. Starting with the Disney Parks blog, um, they have made you uh, a little teary-eyed today. They're covering um, Toys for Tots and Make-A-Wish in the, on the page for today. That is true. Uh, Disney, once again this year, for the third year in a row, uh, ShopDisney.com and the Disney Store are teaming with Toys for Tots to help underprivileged children. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is helping them kick off the initiative. Uh, now through December 13th, you can donate a toy on ShopDisney.com slash Toys for Tots or bring a new unwrapped toy to any Disney store in the U.S. or World of Disney at Disney Springs in downtown Disney. Uh, and Disney will donate an additional $1 to Toys for Tots. Nice. Uh, let's see. In addition to donating new and unwrapped toys and, and uh, gifts, you can purchase a Mickey and Minnie gingerbread pin. Disney will donate $1 for every Mickey and Minnie gingerbread pin uh, purchased at a U.S. Disney store or shopdisney.com from November 1st through December 24th. Whew. That's a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And what else do you have? All right. So uh, Disney continuing to celebrate 40 years of Make-A-Wish. Uh, you know, we already talked about their Wishes Come True blue collection, which we saw at the Disney store over the weekend. Yep. Uh, very nice color and it some is. interesting stuff. Um, and they have now released a new Mickey Mouse plush uh, in conjunction with a brand new animated short. So the plush ties into the short. You'll see why when you watch it. It will probably make you teary-eyed like it did me uh, because I'm now 53 and my emotions are a mess. I'm, I'm like, I don't know if <laughs> I'm going through male menopause. I don't know if I'm <laughs> menopausal or not, but uh, it is crazy. Uh, so it is uh, a nice minute, three minute animated short called from our family to yours. So I will post that on the page. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving away from teary eyes. Um, there is some business COVID updates. That's right. Uh, and this isn't necessarily directly related to Disney, but Pfizer vaccine uh, made the news this week because they said they expect their vaccine to be about 90% effective uh, and that they're going to start production provided they can get FDA approval. Well, the stock market went crazy uh, today, which is Tuesday, and uh, actually it was yesterday, which was Monday, Um, but everything was up. Um, anything related to travel or fun was way up, was way up. Uh, SeaWorld was up 13%. Disney was up 12%. Comcast, which is the parent of Universal's theme park was up 6%. Um, certain hotels were up. Lowe's, which, uh, manages the Universal Resorts was up 13%. Hilton was up 12.3%. Uh, Darden Restaurants, which owns Olive Garden and a bunch of other chains, was up almost 19%. I think they own the Rainforest Cafe stuff, too. Darden? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was Darden, but it could be. Okay, you keep going. Okay. That's it. Uh, Everything (laughs) was up. There's no no more keeping going, huh? There's no more keeping going. That was uh, all the news. All right. 
Um, so that's, you know, that's good news. Obviously, um, if people can get the vaccine and be, uh, it's 90% effective, that's going to allow them to go out and go on these vacations and things that everybody hasn't been able to do. So True. that makes sense. Um, a little less optimistic, Disneyland um, has now canceled through their next set of dates. That's right. We've we've been used to seeing them cancel week by week. Uh, last week, they canceled all reservations through November 21st at the three Disneyland resort hotels. Today, we have been notified that Disneyland is notifying guests with reservations through December 31st of this year that those reservations cannot be accommodated. Uh, so as of right now, Disney is taking reservations for January 1st forward. All right. As far as who owns Rainforest Cafe? Yes. It's Landry's. Landry's, yes. So I was wrong there. All right. Uh, all right. And then uh, Disneyland Doesn't that is... make you sad that they're going all the way to the end of the year now? I mean, we didn't think they were going to open before the end of the year, did we? Well, you know, there's always hope. I mean, have you have you heard any of the stories about the governor? Oh, is there something going on with the governor in California? <laughs> Um, because their governor is such a jerk, Disneyland has had to announce some additional additional furloughs. That's right. Uh, these layoffs are in addition to the 28,000 that have already uh, been announced. Um, but Ken Potrock, Disneyland president, has announced additional furloughs of executive, salaried, and hourly employees. Yeah, I mean, the job, the things to do are starting to run out over there. Yeah. There's only so much busy work they can give people. <laughs> right. Um... However, at Disneyland, the DVC Villas at the Grand Californian are going to reopen on December 6th. That's right. Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa will reopen their Vacation Club section on December 6th. Uh, it will not be a full opening. Of course, uh, you know, none of the non-DVC rooms will be open. Um, there will be limited capacity at the resort and capacity in the restaurants will be limited. There will be safety procedures in place, including a requirement for face masks. Uh, and this was all noted in a letter sent to DVC members today on what to expect when the resort opens on December 6th. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to what they've done in Disney World. The very first things to open at Disney World were all the DVC properties. Um, and even now, with more of the resorts being open, uh, it's mostly resorts that have the villas at them. So even though they've actually have the regular rooms open as well, it started out with the with the resorts that have DVC at right. them. Right. And there's not going to be much to Disneyland. Yeah. You know, they're going to be able to go to downtown Disney yeah. and, uh, you know, Buena Vista Street. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see if they end up opening Main Street. Yeah. I, we'll see what happens. I'm so excited to see what happens when they open Buena Vista Street. I'm I mean, maybe more curious than excited, you know, how do they handle the crowds and, um, you know, which which shops are open. And I just it's such an interesting concept and it's going to be so difficult to manage that I'm going to be interested as to how they do that. OK, well, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll report it here first. All right. Um, at Olani, there is a new discount out. That's right. This is available for booking through March 7th and it is valid most nights January 4th through March 11th of next year. If you are staying for five consecutive nights, you get a 30% discount on select rooms. Four consecutive nights will get you a 25% discount, and three consecutive nights will get you a 20% discount. Additionally, five consecutive night stays will get a $250 resort credit, and four consecutive night stays will get a $150 resort credit. Um, with their new flexible cancellation policy, 
Awani Resort reservations can be canceled up to 24 hours prior to arrival for stays through May 20th without any type of cancellation fees. Nice. Yeah. So, of course, there's always restrictions. These are not valid on suites or three-bedroom grand villas or previously booked rooms. Uh, This is subject to availability as the number of rooms uh, are limited. And there is a limit of two rooms per reservation with strict occupancy restrictions for each room. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to Florida. At the Magic Kingdom, um, the lunching pad is now going to be open every day. That's right. Starting on tomorrow, November 11th. (laughs) Uh, The lunching pad will be open every day. It had previously only been open on weekends, uh, but it will be open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if you are a big fan of their three stuffed pretzel flavors, uh, you'll be able to get them again. Awesome. Do you know what their three stuffed pretzel flavors are? Um, I'm going to say cream cheese and cinnamon, uh, jalapeno, and what else do you stuff things with? I don't know. This is this is a, this is not an adult show. So. Broccoli cheddar. No, it is uh, cream cheese. Okay. Jalapeno. All right, I had two of them. Sorry. And of. pepper jack. Pepper jack. Okay. I was pepper. I was on the right track until I got to the until I got to the broccoli and cheese. Right now, where is the lunching pad? It's uh, right under the Astro Orbiter, which is in Tomorrowland. No, what is the Astro Orbiter? Oh, it's the little spaceships that go in a circle. It is one of your least one of your yeah. least favorite rides ever yeah, with no. two people it's, in a rocket. Yeah. I've never been in it by myself, but yeah, we tried to do it Tony and No, I we did not try to do it. Oh, you for goodness sakes. All I know is Tony sat on like the flabby part of my thighs and it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> G-forces will do that to you. No, it wasn't the G-forces. It was just the fact that I couldn't move my legs out of the way enough for you to sit between them. So you sat on the Flabby part of my legs. Because you were pinned into the car, the rocket, because of G-forces. No, it was like that from the minute we I'm got in the car. to give you an excuse for your flabby legs. How does that help? I don't know. Why do you have to keep bringing this story up anyway? Let's move on to Epcot. Yes, let's. At Epcot, the Kringla Bakery is now open on weekdays. That's right. Kringla Bakery Oog Cafe in the Norwalk Pavilion um, has only been open on weekends uh, when it reopened in September. But it will now be open on weekdays. Uh, there, there are no hours yet, but uh, if you enjoy Scandinavian delights, such as uh, school bread and almond pretzels, I was going to say little tiny bait fish. No, and what's the other one? Lithki or something like that. Yeah. Remember the uh, buttered cinnamon sugar crepe things? Mm, I can't. Yeah. Rem- I don't remember how to say it. Oh, you just care about the school bread. Eh, I like the almond pretzels the best. Yeah, I thought you were a big fan of the school bread until I had the almond pretzels. Okay. And then in the Germany Pavilion, Summerfest is also going to be open every day now. Summerfest is a small quick service stand that once again has also been open on only only open on weekends since it's reopening in September. Uh, so if you want to get a jumbo jumbo pretzel and beer, uh, it's one of my favorite spots to stop for a pretzel. Yeah, you like those big pretzels. I don't drink the beer. Um, but they do have a limited menu, which pretty much consists of pretzels and beer. Um yeah, they're going to... That's all you got, huh? <laughs> yeah, really. They have grapefruit beer, Pilsner, a Dunkel beer, a lager, a Riesling, a, an Apino, and pretzels. And pretzels. And pretzels. That's what everybody wants is the yeah. pretzels. Um, in the France Pavilion, there are some job openings available. Yes, there has been a rumor that there have been some job postings related to the opening of uh, Ratatouille's, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Uh, 
there have been um, postings uh, for new positions, as well as food and beverages that the Le Creperie de Paris, which will be opening along with that expansion, uh, it is these positions that make people think that they're gearing up towards an early 2021 opening. That would be great. Yeah. Um, in Hollywood Studios, there's been some new maps released. Yep. Hollywood Studios has released their holiday insert map. So How actual exciting. paper maps, right? Actual paper maps, which which I love. Um, but they also have their information related to the projection show, uh, which is really not a show. It's right. just projections. Uh, some of their Christmas decor, uh, Christmas activities. And then they actually have a listing of their tasty treats uh, on the map as well. Things that are just for the holidays. Yes. Okay. And... Uh, I want the Mickey's holiday cookie, which is a sugar cookie covered in frosting. Um, And for the first time, uh, kind of a big news in the uh, Disney world is this is the first map to feature a same-sex couple on the front. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Very good. And we're going to move on to um, Thanksgiving menus. There's another menu that's come out for uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. That's right. Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, which is in the Disney Springs area. Uh, It has released their Thanksgiving Day menu, and it is going to be a traditional Thanksgiving offering, which will include smoked turkey breast, buttery mashed potatoes, turkey gravy, cheddar drop biscuits, savory cornbread stuffing, green beans, sweet and sour cranberry sauce, and pumpkin bread pudding. Uh, This meal will cost you $38 for adults and $18 for kids. Reservations are recommended, but walk-ins will be welcome based on availability. So if you're going to be there on Thanksgiving Day, you're well within your booking window uh, to get your dining, so uh, get on it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all well and good, but why don't you tell us about what we really want to know? Yes. Construction updates. Constructions updates. We we should get like I wish I could have like the special sound of music the machinery behind. Oh, me. I can I can probably work on that. You go ahead. You keep going. All right. Um, the rivers of America have fully been drained, and Imagineers have been walking through. Oh, cool. Uh, it, it's really funny to see the track completely devoid of water. Uh, And you do realize that there is a track rail down there to guide the steamboat. Um, The toll plaza is almost done. The majority of the painting is done. There's still some finishing touches. Apparently not all of the shag, uh, not all the shags, not all of the flags have had their shadowing completed. And some of the circles need to be finished. Oh, construction update. Do you have a construction sound? I don't know. I'm working on it. I don't know. You're pressing buttons and then looking at me like a lovesick puppy. This just goes on in the background. it's just going to go on in the background. It's ambient noise. Yeah. All right. Uh, The walkway connecting the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom is almost complete. Uh, Lamp posts now line the entire path, and cement has been laid out for the entire path of the walk as well. Um, A new section of sod has been cut out, which might be where their temperature check station is going to go. Um, Inside the park, uh, small world construction is continuing. One roof is now blue and gold, while the other one remains brown. So it looks like they're just adding to the paint scheme Okay. Uh, in Fantasyland. Uh, Cinderella's Fountain has been refilled and is working again. And they've got a fresh coat of paint around the edge. Very nice. So that's good. Always nice to see Cinderella flowing. Uh, the <laughs> Cinderella flowing? Cinderella flowing, yes. The, the fountain. Yes. Yes, she's not just... Yes. Uh, two of the supports, uh, two more supports of the t- uh, people mover have been painted white. 
Um, I guess that's kind of a, a little change in the color scheme. I mean, do we even care? The stupid people mover still isn't moving. I know, it doesn't work. It's not moving any people. And last but not least, the concrete work near Casey's Corner restrooms has been completed. Uh, and that was a part of their refurbishment of their first aid station, as well as their pathway to the backstage area. Very nice. All right. And I will, I will remove my hard hat for the remainder <laughs> of the broadcast. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, um, so let's talk about DVC. Uh, the annual dues uh, have come out, and there is an increase. That's right. DVC has released their 2021 annual dues, which on average is increasing by just over 5% for 2020. Ooh. So it's it's a little different. Not There's no uniformity here. Um, Vero Beach Resort dues are increasing just over 10%. They always go up a lot. And Aulani is the smallest increase at 0.27%. So there is a, uh, you know, a little bit of a disparity. At Walt Disney World, uh, the increases are between 0.9% at the Riviera Resort to 6.65% at Old Key West. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that is the Riviera Resort is brand new, so the upkeep on it is just a lot less. Nothing right. has to be done to it right now. Yeah. You know, there's no new roofs that need to be done. There's no new landscaping that needs to be done. Whereas at Old Key West, which has been around for a long time, you know, they might need room refurbs. They might need siding replaced. They might need new roofs. So um, the costs of maintenance are going to go up as the resort gets older. Right. And at the Grand Californian, you're increasing 5.97%. It's hmm. pretty high too. Yeah. All right, um, D23 has announced some details on their Fantastic World celebration. That's right. This is uh, an off year for their uh, D23 convention. Uh, So they have decided to do this Fantastic Worlds celebration, which is going to be an event that includes panels from Marvel, Disney Parks, Disney Animation, and more. Um, These are open... Most of the panels are open for all Disney fans, while some are exclusive to D23 Gold and Gold family members. Um, And they have also released the schedule. On Monday, November 16th, the Fantasia Legacy uh, will be a panel. And then the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Storytelling Through Merchandise panel. um, And these are the big panels each of those days. On Tuesday the 17th, Marvel's 616 Uncovered, which is a new show on D23. And then Marvel celebrates uh, 80 years of Captain America. On Wednesday the 18th, a gold member exclusive globetrotting with Mickey Mouse and the Walt Disney Archives. And then celebrating Mickey and Minnie on their birthday. Uh, November 19th, Walt Disney World Destination Tomorrow and Epcot The Magic of Possibility. Uh, It is expected during the Epcot presentation that announcements are made for the uh, Remy's uh, Ratatouille Adventure All right, opening date. All right, that makes date. sense. Uh, and then on Friday the 20th, D23 presents Five Facts on Toy Story and another gold member exclusive, Creating Fantastic Worlds, A Journey into Disney World Building. All right. So did you know that Fantasia turns uh, 80th, uh, 80 years old this year? That's crazy. Yeah. All right, in Disney Plus news, some stills from WandaVision have been released. That's right. WandaVision, which was not supposed to be the first Marvel Cinematic Universe show on Disney+, Plus, uh, but they are. Uh, they've released a whole slew of photos to Entertainment Weekly. I believe they have the cover on this week's Entertainment Weekly. Uh, it very much has a feeling like an, a combination of an old 50s television show uh, and somewhat of Bewitched, which is only fitting because Wanda uh, is herself a witch. Yeah. Okay. So are you excited for uh 
WandaVision? I think excited might be the wrong word, but... Uh, interested? Interested, yeah. I'll watch it when it comes out. Now, you were not too excited initially when The Mandalorian came out. I that was, was definitely not. That was a big selling point for me mm-hmm. uh, in getting Disney+. Plus. And I think that as we have just uh, just wandered through this COVID wasteland yeah. uh, and looking for things to do, I think that you've finally given in yes. and said, all right, I need something new to watch. Let me watch The Mandalorian. Yes, and I have enjoyed it, although I have to say the last episode, kind of a, a flop for me. Okay. But um, generally, they've been good. You know, good stories, and and uh, and I've enjoyed them. But yeah, we've been keeping up, so I don't know how everybody else felt about the very last episode that was released, but eh. Um, all right. And then in Universal Orlando news, they now have a holiday ticket special for Florida residents. That's right. If you're a Florida resident, you can purchase a three-day ticket for $55 per day. It's actually uh, $164.99, so it's just less than $55 a day. This is available between now and December 17th. It's not available at the front gate, so you have to purchase through the Universal Orlando website. The ticket includes access to Universal Studios Florida and Universal's Islands of Adventure, one park per day. Um, and this is uh, this ticket will allow you three non-consecutive days between now and March 26th of 2021. First use of the ticket must be on or before March 24th. Uh, there will be blockout dates, however, from December 25th through January 3rd. All right. I mean, that's a nice option if you're in the area. I it wish, is. I wish I could use it. But right. Oh, well. And that's right, a Florida... Uh, Florida license is required for purchase. That makes sense. All right. Um, There's also some details on Universal's holiday plans. Yes, there are. Uh, So we mentioned about the Macy's balloons last week, um, and they will be opening this year a holiday tribute store, much like they did for the uh, Halloween store. Uh, This is a pop-up store. One room will be Grinch-inspired. The store's facade, which is on uh, New York Street, is already in place, and you will enter through the face of an oversized nutcracker. Um, Yikes. Over in Universal's Islands of Adventure, the Grinch and other Who's from Whoville will be making appearances, um, but their How the Grinch Stole Christmas-inspired musical stage show is not on the schedule this year, and also absent is Mannheim Steamroller, which has been a fixture at Universal Studios since 2008. Oh, I don't know why in your article about what's coming for the holidays, why you're telling people what you're not Right. <laughs> you know, we also won't have Santa Claus. We won't have cookies, nor will we have snow. Here's what you'll be missing. Um, but what you will be getting is holiday decorations and entertainment, plus hot butter beer on both sides of the Harry Potter uh, spectrum. Uh, there will also be a holiday tree hunt for 16 themed trees spread across merchandise locations in the theme parks and at Universal City Walk. There's also a holiday treat trail and a map of seasonal goodies for sale. Uh, their Christmas, I'm sorry, their holiday celebration uh, will begin November 14th and runs through January 3rd. Festivities are included in regular park admission. Uh, just a note that Universal continues to operate under limited capacity restrictions. But park reservations are not required. Okay. So basically you just could get there and then they're going to turn you away. <laughs> that that could very well happen. Okay. Uh, their tree scavenger hunt this year is um, a little bit like the Disney, like Disney does with their scavenger hunts. You know, you buy a map um, and uh, you look for 14 trees throughout the parks and uh, the city walk. But there's no clues. It's not a guess. You just have to find the location of each tree. How big are these trees, though? I mean, are we talking like the size of the um, the tree walk 
trees? Like, are they regular size I Christmas think, trees? I think they're small because they're they're in stores. Yeah, but it's just because they're in stores doesn't mean they're not a full size tree. Okay. Uh, I right, the tree trail has like what, like six foot, five foot, six five foot, foot trees. Five foot, six foot trees, right? Well, okay, so we don't know. But. So maybe someone can do it and tell us. Um, I'm just curious or, if they're sort of combining a scavenger hunt and a tree trail, gotcha. basically. Well, each tree does have a holiday flair with a unique twist uh, to complement the attraction store or restaurant. So there is a uh, Betty Boop and Hello Kitty tree, and then there's another tree that's uh, decked out in gold based on Mummy and Toothsome's Emporium. Uh, they say that search for trees can be done in a matter of hours, uh, so you have to get a stamp and find the tree. Um, and then you get a gift at the end. Very cool. Yeah. All right. In uh, Legoland news, they have some holiday information about what's going on at their park. That is right. Legoland Florida has added a new stage show called the Very Merry Mix-Up and the Holiday Village Postal Service. Um, They will run their attractions through November 27th through the 31st. Uh, This new musical, uh, Very Merry Mix-Up, features uh, Mrs. Claus and her helpers working through a delicious dilemma. And then the Holiday Village Postal Service allows children to write letters to Lego Santa and then watch the letter travel to North Pole to the North Pole via digital screens. Uh, they will also have a holiday sing-along aboard the Funtown Carousel. Um, also returning are the North Pole Nonsense Show, which is a slapstick show featuring elves at the Lego City stage. They will have a 30-foot Lego Christmas tree, um, and it's rocking around spectacular and then socially distant photo opportunities with Lego Santa, Lego Toy Soldier, Lego Gingerbread Man, and uh, on Unikitty. I don't know All who right, Unikitty, Unikitty is. Woo. Uh, Lego Slay and Lego Reindeer will also be available for photo pic- pictures in the park. It's not uh, Lego Unikitty? No, apparently, just Unikitty. apparently Unikitty is some type of Lego car contraption that looks like it was built by a four-year-old <laughs> Um <laughs> Uh, now I need to find out who uh, Lego Unikitty, Unikitty is. <laughs> um, visitors will be able to help build a Lego mosaic that pays tribute to the worldwide holidays. They will also have a scavenger hunt of holiday symbols in the Duplo Valley area. And then on New Year's Eve, they will have kids New Year's Eve fireworks at 8 p.m. on December 31st. All right. That all sounds very fun. Yes. Uh, and then an attraction we do not talk about too often uh, Madame Tussauds of Orlando. Uh, there's, you have something to say about there? That's right. Uh, Madame Tussauds Orlando uh, is in the Orlando Sentinel, mentioning that they will be adding a Joe Biden collection to their uh, to their location, but it may take a while. Is it going to be a Joe Biden collection or a Joe Biden figure? They will be adding a Joe Biden to their collection. Ah. Did I say Joe Biden collection? You're going to add a Joe Biden collection. I thought we were going to get him in like multiple poses. That would be amazing. If we got <laughs> Joe Biden 47 years ago and Joe Biden today. Um, it is tradition for Madame Tussauds to honor each United States president with, president with a figure. Each figure takes a team of 20 artists four to six months to create. Um, and we will be creating a wax figure for the 46th president-elect, Joe Biden. Um the Orlando location of Madame Tussauds is in Icon Park on International Drive. Um, they currently have Donald Trump and Barack Obama on, on in their Oval Office inspired <laughs> scent. Barack who? What did I say? Barack Obama? No, I said Barack Obama. No, I'm, so. I'm reading too fast. <laughs> uh, they have not determined a location for Joe Biden yet. Uh, if you have not been to the iDrive Madame Tussauds, uh, they do have figures of Brad Pitt, Will Smith, Taylor Swift, Madonna, Oprah Winfrey, Shaquille O'Neal, Walt Disney, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. 
Um, Madame Tussauds has locations all around the globe, and they have U.S. locations in New York, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Nashville, Washington, and Hollywood, California. Very nice. Yeah, do, you, do you have any final words? I don't. Just happy birthday. Aw, you remembered. <laughs> and your haircut looks nice. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. We'll see you guys on Friday. Until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Uh-huh.